I peeped your cars. I'm like, oh, okay, he like R8. So I daily drive the RS7 and it was yeah. R8. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you, you can just start hitting record, or whatever. Like, well, I don't really do intros and everything. Oh, great, great. Oh, perfect. Shit. Oh, all right, cool. All right, cool, oh, yeah. cool, cool. All right, yeah, we, we, we just chop it up. Yeah, we just run it. It's me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll listen to anything. Okay, all right. Thank you, my brother. Oh, perfect. This yeah. building too far. Yo, it's the first time I recorded in Spotify Studio, man. Yo, too. listen. This whole time I'm with Spotify, they ain't telling me they have all this. We lugging around equipment. They got the shit up in here. Yeah, for sure, so. Definitely, I ain't gonna lie. This building is crazy, for sure. Yeah, but no, no that's crazy. So, so you a car guy then? Yeah, I love cars. Man, cars because I peeped your cars. Because I, bro, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. be peeping everybody. So I be, you know. Yeah, I got two Audis. Yeah. Um, um, one. You say your daily driver was R seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one? The you did twenty twenty two? No, no, no. Oh, you got I, I've had it for two years. Oh, okay. Three years actually. Okay. And and th that's what the we new call. body, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, I daily drive that, but then I have the R8, yeah. and then I have like a you Urus. Just, yeah, you be leaving the and R8 then, up, huh? I mean, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like even now, like I'm traveling a lot. Yeah. Like I'm, I was a car guy at first, yeah. and I ain't gonna lie. Like my birthday just passed. I was just about to buy um, uh, what do you call it again? The Cullinan. Yeah. But like I'm gonna be honest with you, yo. I have a G wagon from 20. I think it's a 2016 when old I first body. started getting money. Yeah. Right, old body, right? And bro, you. It, I have ten thousand miles on it. Nigga don't drive. Ten thousand miles. You do in, move a lot. In in, in six years. Yeah. So again, what I realized, like I drive them like once a fucking like week. Yeah, once a week when you yeah, home, yeah, yeah. coming to change clothes and yeah, repack yeah, yeah. your shit and make sure your dog eating. Yeah, your I'm, girl I'm, at the crib, everything good. Y'all don't do too much with it, man. Yeah. I mean, how you get bored? cars and shit? Sell like it. shit, I, I don't know about like your come up story. By the way, you know, uh, I, I'll do the intro because I don't really do intros. Yeah. Uh, you know, welcome to another episode of Off the Record Podcast. You know, um, here with one of the producers, you might know the tag, and I'm interested to know where that tag came from. But you know, um, I'm here with. Uh, Chase the money. Yes, sir. Originally from Atlanta? St. Louis. St. Louis? Yeah. Why well, think you're from Atlanta then? Because it's kind of like when my career kind of blew up, or, you know, but not really. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I just lived in Atlanta for a while and knew everybody in Atlanta. So I don't know. You know, Atlanta seems to adopt people that kind of like, yeah, yeah. You know, where they go there and their careers go up and everybody thinks, oh, I'm from Atlanta because you work with a lot of Atlanta artists or, you know. But no, nah, I'm from St. Louis, born and raised. How'd you get to um Atlanta and St. Louis? Let me see. St. Louis is in Missouri? Yeah, yeah. Middle oh of the shit! Is Pocket yeah. Rappers out there like that? Uh, Thirty D Grimy. Mm. Yeah, he like one of the main main ones. But like Nelly, like that's our you know. Yeah. Hip hop legend. Oh yeah, Nelly is from out here. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, oh, by the way, if you see people in the background, that's our Spotify people just making sure everything is cool. Uh. So wait. So how'd you get started? Man, just looking up to. Looking up like, to like, like, give me a year. L l let's bring it back. What, what, what year? Like was the first, the first shit. I've been doing this shit since I was like fourteen. Mm. So, but I was that was like the Waka Flocka era, the Oh Let's Do It era. Like I was always in the like Mob Deep and Shook ones and shit. Yeah. But where, what got me into making beats was Legs Luger, Southside Metro. Oh, that's that era. That era. I'm like a baby of that era. You feel mm. what I'm saying? Because I grew up listening to them. I'm fourteen on the bus listening to uh, what's the Migo song? Added up. My yeah. metro oh, and added up, added up. Like I was on a bus going to school. I'm 26 right now, so that's, that's I grew fucking, up listening to that shit. That was Guwap. That's the 20 years era. ago. Yeah, that's, Yo, was Migos that that lit back then? Yeah, we was on a bus, bro, listening to all the Guwap shit, all the man, Mr. Zone Six, yeah, nigga, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that. That's what I grew up on in St. Louis. Yes, 
Jesus. All right, so bet. So, so what, what made that's you? That's my Atlanta connection was the music. Okay. It started with me on the bus just listening to this shit first. Why you didn't start rapping then? I I ain't like rapping. I ain't, me, I was never really like one of them niggas that like, I know how to get on the microphone and make a song and do that. But like, it just was never interested in like me being a rapper. I ain't really care. I like the the back end of it, the production of it. I'm like, damn, how the fuck you make this snare sound like that? Really? That 808 sound like that. I feel like most people get into the game and, and and one of the things I've been preaching to like the youth these days is like, yo, just like, first of all, I just bought like this little Cuban and shit. Mm. You feel me? But but I've been trying to tell no, I people. I see you iced out, for sure. No, no, but, but, you. but, but, but like, I'm telling people like, yo, I know initially when you're not in the game yeah. and you, a lot of people in hip hop come from, you know, a background where you don't got a lot. You're thinking, how do I go get some money? Yeah. And what looks most attractive is being a rapper. But honestly, you get a lot of money being the producer. Yeah, being the producer. Being the being manager. Yeah, being the manager. Being the, there's mad different yeah, professions. And, sure. and if you're only focused on being a rapper, like that might not that, work that's, out. Maybe that's you're just the like guy. you working at McDonald's for the rest of your life. You choosing one lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? You just choosing one thing to do. No, nah, there's multiple things you can do and multiple positions you can assume. And, you know... It's cool to just be a jack of all trades, but when you good at one thing, yeah, you work on that. How'd you know you were good at producing? Man, because I'm like, man, fuck. I suck. Yeah. I was mad as hell. I'm like, why I can't make good beats? I like, I'm like, why the fuck I don't know how to do what these niggas doing? I'm a kid though. I'm 14 and it's brand new. It's like me learning what the fuck a football is, basketball. Like when you first pick that shit up, you like, I bet. You feel me? So just picking up Fruity Loops and Watching YouTube videos and watching Metro and Lex Luger and these niggas having a how-to videos and then he just learning how to do that shit, it, it became like installed in my brain like, yeah, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm. I, I, I just became a like a, a deep lover of it. I loved it so much. I'm like, I know I want to do this for the rest of my life. How are you learning though? YouTube. YouTube, right? For sure. Yeah. But, yo, people YouTube. sleep on like just YouTube. YouTube tutorials. made me rich. With, without like streaming or like uploading content or anything. Yeah. YouTube made me rich from the tutorials that were up there. I've always said to any anyone who sees some shit that looks daunting, or you be like, "Yo, how the fuck is niggas doing that?" or "How they so good?" Yo, you could go on to you could go on YouTube and sure. get a tutorial on how to do anything. anything. Fucking drywall. You can. Oh, you got a hole in your wall. All right, how to use ramen noodles to fix a dry hole. That should be popping up. Or drywall That type of shit be popping up on my Facebook. Don't yeah. ask me why I'm on Facebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, aunties, uncles, you got to keep up with the Nah, fans. part of the media company's on there. But like, oh. when I'm on there and I'm just like scrolling, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I watch it for 20 minutes. Yeah. Ramen noodles to fix a home. Like, how yeah. the fuck? Facebook, that would be having Yo, these days you could figure out how to do anything via this. So, so you were probably one of the smart ones in, in, in knowing that. Yeah. Sure. Yo, let me, I like doing this. Let me figure out a way to do it, and, and, and YouTube fucking taught you. I learned about a trademark at 14. Really? My first year of even producing. My uncle, when he sat me down, was like, yo, look. Because he saw the seriousness in me, right? And he was like, yo, you have to learn the business first. Before you get good at this, learn the business. Learn that it's 90% business and 10% music. Mm. In your mind right now, install that in your mind right now. So he showed me what trademarks was, LLCs. Auditing labels, you know, the whole nine. So I've been kind of like, you know, just kind of like educated since the beginning. Mm. And so that's kind of like, you know, I'm just am who I am now because of that. So it's like thankful for like my uncles, like my family who care about me. And like, I ain't really have my mom and daddy like all the way in. You know how you got a star player on yeah, your yeah. know, basketball team and the mom and daddy like rooting them yeah. up? I ain't really had that growing up. But I had uncles that was on their shit. They had their own vices and had their own problems, but 
dude's super smart, put me down on some shit, and I just took it. Didn't anyone, because I feel like, you know, I always tell people, if I, if I don't have really regrets when it comes to, like, you know, my path and how I got here. Yeah. But if I could do something, I would start doing what I'm doing now earlier. Yeah. Right? Sure. So 14 is young. Yeah, yeah. Super young, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you're thinking about, like, getting to the point that you are and 14, yeah, 14 year old, you, when you you're start, not even thinking about. When you start with the, you um, know, just getting on one of these. Yeah, so, so I kind of, you know, I, I started with production because I was trying to be like Kanye. Yeah. And then I was just like, yo, man, I'm not as good. And also, I don't know nobody. So it was hard getting people to rap over beats. Yeah. So I was like selling beats. And then I was like, yo, oh, man. So you, so you made beats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never and, and, and um, shit, I used to do Jersey Club. And then I kind of like transitioned to DJing. Yeah. And I still kept producing because the hot thing was you need to stand out as a DJ. It was kind of like how EDM is. Like, the DJ also produced certain shit. Like, you have your own versions for of sure. certain shit, right? Oh, for sure. So, so I produced a little bit, and then I was just like, like again, I wasn't the best at it. Yeah. So I was figuring, how the fuck do I get out of this, and and how do I grow, right? And then I'm like, well, you know, I'm Jamaican, so I'm like, well, when I think about Somebody Jamaican just told me DJ, that, too. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah, yeah I'm like, when I think about a Jamaican about DJ, they be, like, fucking talking a lot. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just try to talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 let me to radio. But yeah. so at 14, like, what about the regular shit a 14 year old does in terms of like friends, like shit. you know, just fooling around? Like, how could shit. you get serious with a craft like making beats? That shit was like a video game. You know what? You know, you mm. probably picked up FL before, like yeah. Free Loops. That shit's like a video game. So I'm like, all right, I I got PS4, I got a PS3, whatever. You like, I'm having games and shit, but I'm like. Ain't no game like this one mm. because it don't ever stop. You can just keep cooking and cooking and cooking and keep going. So it's like, I don't know, bro. The the program is what like really like locked me all the way in because I'm like, all right, once I learn how to use it, it's just crazy. It's just it opened my mind up. Me, I'm I'm a person I like new things and I like to learn new shit because yeah. I learn some new shit every day. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you know, just me being at that age, I'm like, fuck it, shit. I'm rocking. This shit fire. Yeah, I, I think that takes so much determination and also sure. knowing what you want to do. I feel like the the average, you know, if you if you listen to this and you're like 15, like your parents already kind of instilled what they're hoping you become. Yo, yeah. go to school and be a doctor. Yeah, be a, the be, typical, be a this, yeah, be a whatever. Because my parents and, wanted that for me as well. They they you know they ain't want me yeah. pursuing no music career or none of that. Family was like like my uncles were the one that seen it in me and. Like my mom and dad, you know that's regular shit. Yeah, you know yeah. we want we want to see you be a doctor. We want to go see you get a real job in the real world. Yeah, yeah. Because now in today's world, the way the world music like music works now, it wasn't the same. True. You can agree. True. You're it right. Was not the same. You're right. So there was no hope of oh maybe he can hit a million streams, a billion streams on Spotify or anything. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Like that that seems un crazy. Yeah. No. Of course. Back then it seems crazy. So the generation now, they got it good. So when do you get your like first breakthrough? Like what beat or like the what nephew shit? The nephew was like the first like accomplished like IRAA certified song. Yeah. But yeah. in like the street shit, I had plenty of shit like valet. I got whatever. So so um, so wait, was nephew the one that kind of was the big industry? That first was the industry me? one for me. How did that happen? Um, and by the way, if people don't know, you know, um, Smoke Perp. Yeah, Smoke Perp, you know, Lil Pump. Like, um, how did they find the beat? How do y'all connect and everything? I ain't gonna lie to you. I forgot how I even how I met them boys. Like, I think well, how did they I, find the beat? I sent the beat to Perp. I forgot how I met him, bro. It's just so long ago. It's like I can't even really remember. 
Oh, so, so but it wasn't one of those where like he just like found it randomly online. No, nah, it wasn't one of those. It no was pun. I sent it to him. I just can't remember the point of contact of how I met him right now. At this yeah, yeah, moment. yeah. But I sent him the beat and he hopped on it. And then they, I think actually, um, shout out my guy Matt at Alamo. It's my boy. Yeah. Um, Andrew Barber. So Andrew Barber first started up um an email with me and Matt from Alamo. I was like, yo, um. This is Matt. We're starting up Alamo. Andrew Barber, Fake Shore Drive. Fake Shore Drive. Yeah. Yeah, it's like family. So oh, okay. that's like my career kind of like, you know, he was the first like person to put me on a post and blog me and, you know, get the whole shit like yeah. rolled out. Um, And that shit was like, you know, shout out to Andrew because he, he played a huge part of my career, like in the beginning stage. So, so uh, and even still with that song, though, but like when you hear somebody recording your song, could you easily tell like, oh, this is a hit, or it just kind of feels? I didn't know what the like... fuck it was gonna be, bro. I made it in five minutes. Like almost every beat, I, I, I actually like that you could sit here and watch me make, fuck around, be a hit, and I made it in my living room. But do you, do you kind of feel like, oh no, this is the one? I never felt like that in the beginning stages of my career, and even about that record, I ain't really think nothing, nothing about it, honestly. But it's still a big placement. So you're like, well, per pump. Yeah, on no, a record, it was, no, it was good. cool. No, it was cool. I was like, damn, this is fuck. That's fine. They pushing it. It's fine. And then yeah. when it went gold, I'm like, all right, that's what's up. I'm doing something right. I'm gonna keep going. Mm. You know. So, so pretty much after that, you're kind of like getting hit up from people in the industry at this point because you know, yeah, the industry. Even a- before then, I okay. was getting hit up. Like oh, I was, okay. I was because it started with Valet at the end of the day. That yeah, was like yeah, the yeah. first artist that we actually broke a sound together. And everybody yeah, it, wanted that sound. Ain't Valet, Valet's a dude who, who, who from, then... From Chicago. He yeah. signed, uh, signed to Kanye and Good Music. But he had a similar sound to, to how that that a record popped off, didn't he? Which one? The Oh, the Womp, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Womp, Womp with Jeremiah. So, um, yeah, no, that was kind of... I feel like LeBron them probably took breath from him because all the fans were saying it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. They, they probably blamed you for that then. Cause right. you work with both of them. Nah, niggas was kind of like you're probably in the studio coaching like nah, just go like this. Womp, 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 just nah, me. see the thing is that song came out. The womp womp came out, I believe, after the smoke perp shit. I, really? Yeah, I believe it came a- after. I don't know. I, I'm bad with dates so, on that so, shit. So, so why did he say that? Perfect them took this shit. Cause valet flow is too too distinct. And at that time, oh, that was know, his flow walk, flow. Walked in shell, flamed up a L. Dirty ass ginger ale came through the mail. Like, that flow okay. was like the, uh, nah, nah, you know, like the Drake flow. I'm a pop star. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that that's that was Valet's pocket that, you know, he started. And that kind of, like, created a wave of, you know, frequencies that niggas was picking up on. Oh, shit. You know? So, I mean, um, the Valet shit happened first. Yeah, no, my first entire, like, real break, as far as through the streets, mm-hmm. was Valet. How'd y'all link up? Shit. Moving to Chicago when I graduated high school. You I graduated. to Chicago? Yeah, oh, so. Oh, hell no. Nah. Gra- <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell to the no. <laughs> I hey. saw some backwards. <laughs> hey, where I'm from, it ain't no better, though. It ain't niggas. It's, it's lit like that in Chicago? Bro, no, I mean in St. Louis. Louis. Yeah, no, niggas. Really? Yeah, we, bro, niggas is shooting at each other with AKs on the highway. For real? Yes. I thought it was like shaking your tail feather and shit No, like that, hell no. Fools Air Force wants. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, the air words. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know. Oh, they getting lit in yeah. St. Louis? Nah, my city, man. Shout out my city, man. We need to do better. But, hey, shit, you know, shit happens. But, you know. Yeah, something got to be going on if you're like, nah, some shit I'm moving on. to Chicago. <laughs> I was just bored. I graduated three months before everybody. My family didn't, you what know. Was, uh, college or high school? School. 
like high school, okay. regular school. I didn't even go to college. Oh, yeah, so you so, said fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, you you already like, kind of like, the path was like, Yeah, it was there. It was already yeah. laid out. I just had to follow the steps. Mm. So I met DJ Victorious and, um, at a show in St. Louis. I think it was like a future show, show or some shit. It was uh, like the first night of the 56 Nights tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cause my my uncle and them Guccio used to um, you know they they locked in with Pluto so basically he brought Pluto he brought DJ Victorious from Chicago and when I met Vic we locked in and just you know had a vibe and he was like yo keep my contact woo woo I linked with him and niggas was just he was like shit come to Chicago anytime so I got a car when I graduated. Drove straight out there. I was like, fuck it. I ain't got nothing else to do here. I mastered everything in St. Louis yeah, yeah. that I could do. Like, as far as through the streets. You, and like, you I'm exhausted like, every, every Yeah, I'm like, there's nothing had. else that this shitty city can offer me. I'm probably going to be stuck here if I don't get up and leave and do something. In mm-hmm. my mind, I am having, I, I had that revelation. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. all right, I'm going to get the fuck on. I drove my shit to uh, Chicago, five hours, right? I go to Vic House and what, um, Harvey. Or, yeah, like Harvey. Yeah. And that's on the south side, nigga. And that's the hood. Like, nigga, yeah. them, like, I ain't know where the fuck I was going. I just know I was good because Brian invited me. So I pulled up. And I'm like, all right, bet this shit look like home. What the fuck is going on? I pull up, link with him. I met Dirk through that nigga ba- in that nigga basement. I met. Dirk was out there. Yeah, Dirk. Yeah, Dirk used to pull up the Vic crib back when he had no dreads. Fuck with Dirk. He, man, Dirk been working for a very long That's time. A minute ago. Dirk been working for a very long time. Dirk so. went through the album structure too. I believe, yeah, I, I think so. I, yeah, I ain't Dirk, really Dirk's peep. the definition of a grinder. Yeah, no, I peeped him back when he had no dreads, bro. He pulled up the Vic crib. Now, I'm a little nigga. Like, I'm just, all right, shit, it's a little Dirk. That's what's up. Feel me? Met Valet in, bro, basement, in Vic basement. And then I met, um, I met, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I met so many niggas over there at that nigga basement. I was just in Chicago for almost a year and a half, two years. Damn. And that's how I got in the Chicago wave and got to working with folks just from everywhere. Like, eventually Herb, eventually, um, Juice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, wow. Like, just all through this one person that invited me to come here. So that was pretty much instrumental in like kicking the shit off. Yeah. And and Chicago it, was my first like real like transition to like taking the music shit serious cuz I took a risk on driving out there. Nigga, I could have went out there no gun, got robbed from my car, laptop. Yeah. Nigga, anything could have happened. Could have gotten straight bullet anything. I'm, uh, when I hear a lot of people like come up story especially if they're in that like Midwest type like you know area like Chicago always like is Chicago and a lot of Detroit in terms of it's interesting where like you gotta go almost to like the trenches to kind of really find to feel it. You gotta feel it, feel it, and also find some of the rawest talent. No, for sure. I feel like that. That's like St. Louis. St. Louis on the South Side, State Streets is plenty of talented niggas down there, but they all not using their brain. To you know, yeah, they might be focused on more other things, but but then I realizing the, the talent that they yeah. could use for exactly some positive shit. You feel what I'm saying? And if they do got talent, some of them folks don't leave. And Chicago's like that; it's similar. I feel like everywhere I go is similar. Mm. Those same type of situations, folks just not using their brain. Yeah, it's on the human. They don't blame the hood and the environment. It's on you to get up and leave. True. In my True. personal opinion, you know. So it's, I just seen a lot of that, and I'm like, all right, cool. That mean I'm on the right path because I'm shaking hands with the right people and I'm making good music at the yeah, end yeah. of the day. Music that's progressing. I'm getting better and better with each song that I do. I might, I might make 150 beats and shit, only 25 of them motherfuckers might have got sold for yeah. $100 at that time. I was broke as shit. Oh, you shit. feel me? So I'm, I'm selling beats for $100. 
Valet bought beats for me. The first time I met Valet, he bought like three beats for me for three hundred dollars. And that first song was Grandma House. And that's the first song that went viral for me and him because he had some odd ass flow back then. Yeah. And you could pull it up and you'd be like, what the fuck? Crazy flow. So so pretty much that that's pretty much lays and paves the way for um you don't link up with perp, right? That was that was kinda nah. I, I kinda I forgot how I met Perp, bro. I can't I'm gonna tell you when I remember. But I stayed in Chicago for a very fucking long time. And then I'm like, all right, I'm done with Chicago. I moved to the A. Mm, so when yeah. I moved to the A and I had got a spot out there, I'm just flying back and forth between Chicago and Atlanta. And then eventually L.A. And I ain't never really came to L.A. like that. I'm still growing up. Don't know shit about really too much of nothing. Like, as far as, like, outside of, like, St. Louis and, like, places I didn't travel to. Yeah. But me going to these places, it, got, it, just, it just became, like, one big-ass, like, meet and greet with all the niggas that I listened to or seen before and shit like that. So I now you're connecting with them like exactly. before you looked up to them, now you're connecting with them. Exactly. So I'm looking I'm looking up the drummer boys. I'm looking up the metros. I'm looking up the South Side. And I'm looking up, I'm meeting everybody though. Now I'm shoulder to shoulder. I ain't looking up no more. I'm shoulder to shoulder now. Yeah. So that's when I started taking it even more serious. Like, you know what? I'm finna get it. I'm finna really get into this shit and just focus and go crazy and put out my best work. And so the 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 perp shit was fire, but the ski mask one was the one that set it off for me. The faucet failure, mm. that went two times platinum. Yeah, yeah, but 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 even even like even with the with the, the perp one though, um, like how does life change after like after you, that gold record? Yeah, yeah, shit. Everybody, you know, hitting you up more. Hey, shit, what's up? Need some beats? Because at that time, I think people, like, I think as soon as we hear your drop, we expected the song for sure. Right, for sure. I, I think that that's such a staple. It was a recognizable, yeah, 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 yeah sound, yeah. for sure. And then, yeah. so, so, so now you're probably kind of being seen more as a peer because now you got a you got a hit under your belt, for sure. So it's it, and and that's exactly what it was. I'm gaining that respect of others that I actually looked up to, and I'm like, okay, cool, that's what's up. I'm doing something right. So how much is the like the, the fee? Because you know. Also, this is the funny thing that uh, I was watching, like the response to like last week, when Bobby was like, "Man, these producers charging mad bread." Yeah, I saw this that. This third, he was like, "Yo, y'all charging between eight and ten k, blah blah." And I'm like, "Man, I I think these days it's been better for the artists because there was a time where if you wanted a Timbaland beat, that was like a meal or half a ticket, right? Yeah, it's half but a meal. Who, or a who was the producer that sold a beat for a million dollars? Was it Scott Storch or was it? Somebody? Oh yeah, Scott Storch. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he right. did it multiple times. Like yeah. he was that hot. Yeah. So imagine paying a producer fee of a million. A million dollars. So and so for one beat. So, so so when I think about like what when I think about artists now who are saying, you know, <laughs> complain um, about ten bands, yeah, ten and bands, stuff and like also that. and also here's a funny thing about it. There's been like so much like conversations. And, and, I, and I guess I look at the music industry different because, like, for example, the BT Awards has happened recently. Yeah. And, you know, it was a bunch of R&B people. There was uh, BT Awards and also um, the versus, versus shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to realize, like, producers and also engineers, man, they might be criminally underrated because they're giving you the sound. <laughs> they're laying the path pretty much. I just got what you said. Yeah, no, for real. Like, oh, like, my God. Like, You're your hilarious. engineer told me, right? The engineer told me, like, um, that – they were gonna ask an artist for percentage, like a royalty, like a small, small percentage. Right. But because they they engineered the whole project. Yes, sir. They wanted a very small percentage, probably like one or two percent, right? One, two percent. Yeah. Right. On the project, and I looked at them and I said, "What well, did he you, mix the whole project? The whole project. 
Okay. And, and I said, well, they don't really give engineers that. And I think, you know, what he was trying to communicate is like, yo, these motherfuckers don't sound good without me. Like, what are you talking about? Did, did he get compensated for his work in his time? Uh, Yeah, but like, but, but here's the thing, though. Just like you as a producer, right? Oh yeah. uh, damn! I'm already spilling. They might it's kick cool. me out of here, man. <laughs> Yo, so just like just like you as a, a producer, right? You know, first of all, you you're liable, you're entitled to half the pub, yeah, right. And sure. at certain levels, you could get you know royalty points plus your fucking um producer fee. Yeah, you know for sure, right? Um, the whole nine. But, but that's, you, that's what's reserved for you as a producer. You're reserved and entitled yeah. to these things. But like when you think about the co- contribution of the record, while you're entitled to that you're giving half the record which is the beat yeah right stems files yeah you all that and everything but i'm gonna be honest when you think about these like engineers man like niggas be sound like garbage and no, they turn without, to sound wait, good without, like what they, that might that might be art in itself <laughs> the engineer is the producer <laughs> yeah yo i'm not gonna lie to you really I, my engineer mixes my beats Corey rose he mixes my beats i've known him since i was you consider 16. an engineer like like I was almost having like a producer role, and yeah, I get I, I get my engineer five percent, really five to ten percent. I forgot it's one of those, but I give him five to ten percent. I just told my manager, like, okay, so, so he mixes sure he mixes good. a beat before you send it, or he mixes he mixes the a beat beats and, the and records. If uh, really just depending on what I sent, so you should pawn that shit off to the to the artist, like yo, come on, nigga, fuck him up for real. But you know, at the end that, of the day, that, but like that, that's good on your behalf though. Yeah, no, that's keeping sure. it real. No, for sure, because at the end of the day, bro. It's all, all of us, it takes all of us to make this song. It takes the artist, it takes the producer, it takes the engineer, it takes the A&R, it takes the guy like you to blast the shit. It's all a job. So we yeah. all should be treated equally, in my opinion. Yeah, you know? Well, yeah. and, and and even, right? So, you're like your boy, he got compensated, right? He should be happy with that. He shouldn't be asking for no percentage because he ain't negotiate that. Now, if mm. you didn't ask for no money up front, you got all leverage to be like, hey, shit, what's up? Like, I'll give you some insight on some shit. Like, with me and Shaw Glizzy. Right? Yeah. Me and Shaw Glizzy just did a random-ass song. Hard as fuck, though, in my studio. And he hit me. He was like, yo, need your info for the, you know, the song. I'm going to go get it mixed. He was like, where are you going to bust me for the song? I'm like, shit, nothing. Give me a percentage on, you know, the song. The so masters. The, you my boy anyway, so I'm not finna. No, I, I, don't need, I don't need the money in my pocket. I don't need the upfront. I'm not thirsty for it. I don't need it. I know at the end of the day, this record's going to do something. Me and you both believe in it, and it's fire. Run it. Just run a percentage. Like, it's free. It's entitled to both of us already. Yeah, I, I, I did something similar. So when, when I put out music, I put up some parody music for a little I bit. I saw it. You used to wear the dreads and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and one <laughs> of the songs I did um, was produced by, I can't remember the nigga's name. Shit, it's, it's evading me right now. But I remember, like, you know, uh, I had, like, not really a situation, but like, you know, I have a lawyer that oversee anything I do. Sure. So I'm like, yo, because this is used by a producer that's known, yeah. we gotta get this it's not like you just go on B stars and just buy it for like yeah, buy the rights. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, whatever. So anyway, apparently that nigga was being repped by Steven Victor. Mm. So they come back and they're like, yo, usually this nigga charge ten bands. Mm. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, well, first of all, like I'm I'm not gonna even have a machine pushing my shit like that. It's just you. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah. Like Damn, and I, I ain't even working a record like that. But how did you get the beat? Well, that's what I'm saying. So they went back and they said, yo, listen. Is it cool if we just split the royalties on the bitch? Yeah. Like, sure. n- no fee, but we split the royalties. For sure. And that worked. 
Yeah. That works. So you know, I I, I feel like I feel like that has to be um, something that's discussed. It's about communication at the end of the day, and not being one of them dudes like ah, pay me and ah, yeah, communicate, bro. Yeah, and you also know? like I just like engineers just because I'm telling you, man. Like I know certain artists that if you gave them a beat right now, they would not be able to record. Yeah. Without the in, without a particular engineer Hell yeah. who knows how to make their voice sound a particular the template. Way. Yeah. It's called a template. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, so, so if, if if that's the situation, man, that nigga basically has made a voice for you. For sure. He's made... He's, he's made, made a sound and a preset yeah. for your vocal chain. And that's what's assigned to that artist. So put it like this. The engineering question, right? Mm. Keep in mind, he was rocking with his one artist. Yeah. Brought him, and the artist got pretty big, right? So that's really his, his only credit, like, you know, at least to that point. That was um mainstream, but he mixed every single record, for sure. and also he was charging for studio time, probably like I don't know, probably like two fifty an hour or so. You know what I mean? Now, granted, for a song like this thing is having songs that's going two fifty an hour for for recording a nigga, nigga? recording and, and mix. Oh, okay. So, so he's recording, he's recording the shit, mixing and mastering it, All right. doing everything. Yeah, you get me? Yeah. Um. And, and and so it's full studio time, and he's doing all the the the, the mixing, the mastering, shit. For sure. which when you think about them records going triple platinum and quadruple platinum, you, you saying them records did do yes. that? Oh yeah, my did god! All that. Oh shit! You know what I mean? So now Fuck. whatever you got, yeah, like the pot is big. So it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, yo, listen, I'm instrumental in you having the sound, and it wasn't like yo off the rip, like on some going back shit. Like yo, mm. yeah, let's go back on them first joints that just went big. It was like, all right, we keep working. Could I get a little piece of the action? Mm-hmm. Because you know what I mean? You know, if you go to another studio that's only gonna record you, they're gonna charge you this rate for these amount of hours. You come to my shit and I just be I, I really charge but you a low time. If you wanna know like I what like what I think about when people don't pay the engineer or somebody that they slaving, slaving, them people resort to leaking your shit. Oh shit. That happens? Yes. It's happened to me. No way. Yeah, it's happened to me for sure. Like a couple little like like random records that I ain't really like care yeah. for, but like niggas definitely like will do that. But I paid my homie. He just went broke and spent his advance. I gave him a ten twenty band advance. Mm. Oh, I gave him ten bands up front, and then I gave him another ten later. Man, man, just went broke and spent that shit on like unnecessary bullshit, and thought I was gonna, you know, I he had a con- I had a contract with him, and I, you know, this guy I, that was mixing your records in the or, beginning, yeah, 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 probably like in the beginning. And not not the guy who's using my shit now. He, he probably thought that you owed him more money. How? That's we got, how we, are, we have it in paper. <laughs> we got it in paper. That's how niggas are. They're gonna be like, yo, nigga, yo, I should get more money. But you know that that's the like the difficulties we like we deal with. Like me being a producer, I gotta deal with the artist, I gotta deal with the label, I gotta deal with the engineer, and some of these people may not be happy. Mm. You know? The label may not be happy at all. With their artists, and then the business starts to like trickle down to how they're doing business with you know the producers, and are right, we gotta wait to pay you, or we gotta you know it's just so many angles with this shit, bro. And it's just like you know you gotta you gotta know that's what come with this shit when you when you get in, like you gotta know there's gonna be just need for communication at the end of the day. You have to be a person to communicate, and know if you're dealing with difficult people, and you know you don't got a team, that's the hardest part. Yeah, the best thing you can do is get an attorney. All right, hey, listen, everybody knows me, no- notorious. I know, notorious pocket watch. I'm going to keep it on. <laughs> I finally got a producer in here, okay?
Okay, you don't necessarily <laughs> got to talk about your particular splits, but yeah. I want to get ballpark numbers. Sure. If you produce a record, mm -hmm. let's see the let's say the business is done right. Okay, nothing too crazy in your favor, but they ain't hold you. The record goes platinum. Yeah, because I think this is important for people to know because they don't feel like. They only see the nigga with the chains. Yeah, and the jury. Yeah, they don't hear the business side. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't hear the important shit. Yeah. So a record that goes gold in a year, no, go platinum in a year. Right. Over a couple of years, might go double or triple. Right. But it's 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 pretty decent. in The artist catalog. You're the producer. Um, how does that look monetarily? <sighs> Excuse me. Um. Shit, I ain't gonna lie. My first deal with Sony was six hundred bands. Mm. So I kind of when when did you get that? That was when I was like 23. After what record? That was after the Off D's record, the Smoke Perp record, the Faucet Failure record, the Sunset record. Probably about like four or five, excuse me, four or five songs. How does that work? Because people don't re realize that also producers can sign record deals. It's a co-pub deal. So okay, I, so, I, did, so, so. I did a co-pub deal with Sony ATV. Okay, so explain what that is. So, so, so. a co-pub is just damn near like, you know, you you know, you know, lending them folks. Them folks lending you money for the money that's already coming in. Mm, okay. You know? so. so so they would they would own part of the pub or they would own the pub for a few songs for a while? Until it recoups. Okay. You know, until it recoups, which is cool and it's not bad yeah. at all. You know, it's a, it was a good deal for me, and I was happy at the age I was at. I'm and that's sure. only off the pub, though. That's that, that's yes, nothing that, that nothing on know, the writer side, mm, nothing nothing on, on the fee side, none yeah. of that. Because I probably made about two hundred bands off of fees alone. My first like two years, which is, I was like what twenty one, twenty two. Then I turned twenty three, and did that deal. Yeah. So my first like up front, so I probably ran up like two hundred bands, two hundred fifty bands. I know niggas that made up more than me. Yeah, yeah. for real. Like Shit. niggas and off producer fees alone ran up at least like half a mil. Mm. Off producer fees, that's just ten bands for the beat. How much you want for the beat? Like how they hit you and was like how much ten bands? Yeah, that's a lot. So you might be the ninth person on that list that got to pay that ten bands if they if you know if y'all agree to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hundred bands. I can go. I can walk out this room right now and go do ten songs in ten ten of these rooms and everybody want to use them and they want to go put them out. Ten bands a piece. That's a hundred bands. Wait, yeah. nobody owns owns the beat like like exclusively type shit. I'm still reserved at fifty percent, or you know, if I did a collab, you know, collaborative effort with somebody, then you know, like with a producer or a loop producer, I gotta split that percentage with them, yeah, and split that money with them. But, yes. but how many times can you sell the same beat though? I I don't do that. So you sell it to one person? Yeah, I don't do that. When it's a real record, and and, and I know you just like you ain't just shuffling shit, you just bullshitting with your music. I'm. I'm not selling the same beat to nobody. Once it's an official song, okay. and I actually like the song too, because I gotta make sure, like, shit, hey, this don't sound right. You gonna let this come out? Nah, this not coming out. We need have to go you, back have you ever heard a song that this shit garbage? But <laughs> damn, this thing is sending. He asking the wire info for the ten bands. Uh, you don't gotta say what record, but no, nah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, that's happened. Yeah, I still took the money. I was like, fuck it, run it. What? I mean, but I, I still gave him. My personal opinion. So you gave him some constructive yeah, advice no, like sure. your homie. My homie. personal my personal opinion and yeah. constructive criticism. Like, yo, bro, I think we should go back in and work on it. Like, brother, what type of verse is this? What type of hook is this? But that was that was like one of those like street plays. You feel me? Like one of them little ten band street plays. Yeah. You get ten bands cash and you know. Do you ever do this? Because I, I hear this is, you know, um quite common, right? And I think in Atlanta, um, you know, if you remember back when people were like, yo, Drake is using ghostwriters. It's like, yo, 
you're cooking up in a studio. There's a bunch of other producers. Yeah. And there might be a few talented artists in there, but they don't got no name like that. So they might be like, yo, oh, shit, that's a hard beat. I lay a verse or I lay a, a hook, yeah. a little reference hook. And then maybe when you try to like either like sell an artist the, the beat or whatever, you, you might be like, yo, this is an idea yeah. that niggas had for it, right? For sure. That might turn into a record. Yeah. They might use it, they might not. They might use it, might not. Right. Um, how do you treat that situation? And, 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 and like, how does that, because I, I think a lot of people are still a little bit ignorant to like the music business, not knowing that, man, the overall goal is to just get a hit record. Like, you know, maybe. And have just, a piece of the pie. Yeah, but also, but, but also for stuck in some art, some fans' mind is that, oh no, the artist I'm 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 listening to has to fucking write every, every bar movie. and every ad lib. Mm. When you're a producer, you probably just like, yo, if there's a hot chorus yeah. that goes with this shit, you gonna suggest it whether they use it or not. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. So, so how does that work in terms of like you know possibly having records that are maybe demoed then shopping it? Some niggas take references, some niggas don't. You know, mm. and that's just some people are different. All of every person is different. So some people be like, "Oh, well, I like this bar," or "I like this hook." You know, it's kind of like just different situations. But I ain't gonna lie to you; I haven't really shopped any records like that because it's, it's, every artist I work with likes to write their own shit and do their own thing. Yeah, and you know, some be open to it, some don't, and that's just like personal preference for them. You know, at the end of the day, and it's kind of like. Some people choose to make a business out of it, but it's like at the end of the day, if we all gang and we all in the same room, and you write some fire shit or you you know you make a fire ass beat, and niggas collab on it, you getting credit. We're not leaving niggas out. We're not doing none of that. You feel me? Like that's just the that's just the that's just fucking niggas over, bro. If you just leave a nigga out, there's on a something. code almost. You're saying kind of, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, I just be I I'm not fucking my people over. If we in this, if we in the room and you write some whack ass shit, I'm gonna tell you like, bro, that's saying it. I'm gonna so, keep it hundred with you. All right, so so tell me on a production side because yo, I, um, this just happened, right? Um, yeah. Um, I posted Drake had a number one with uh, Jimmy Crooks or Cooks, I can't remember which one it was. Um, but that song. Mm. Now there was a producer who tweeted like, yo, damn, thank God I got number one. I posted it. My man Vinyls, he hit me. He said, yo, Ack, I worked on that too. I take the production credit. He did. Mm -hmm. There's also another pro a producer, Q Beats or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and that's a loop producer. Yeah. yeah. So I worked uh, with him. Um, it's three producers on that record. Yeah. Right? How does that, uh, like, what's the politics when it comes to, like, busting that down? Because sometimes people might acknowledge one producer. Like, I don't know if Metro works with other people sometimes. He I does. Think he does. No, for sure. But you're Metro. We like, all do. Are you busting it down if Metro works with you, right? Yeah. Metro's, like, you know, just a fucking staple, right? For sure. Does he bust it down half and half? Or sometimes you had that conversation, be like, yo, I'm going to get 60, you get 40 type shit. It, right? Nah, I mean, usually it's half and half. And niggas just bust it down the middle with you. Or just busting down evenly. If it's three, four people, all right, we all got to split evenly. Mm, okay, okay. So, it, so it's not like egos kicking in, like nigga. Nah, it Metro, nigga. The fuck is that nigga talking? Nah, I, and you know Metro didn't did some real nigga shit for me. He sent beats to Pluto for me, and Pluto really? did like four songs. Yeah, and he nigga didn't ask for a percentage, didn't ask to sign me, didn't ask to do really, that. didn't ask for nothing. I told bro, thank you. That's it, real nigga shit. God damn. I ain't asked him to do it. He did it. He was like, hey, send me some beats for Pluto. Yo, when you, when you get a fucking placement, shit ain't never come out. I'm not tripping though. But I mean, it's, how does that know, work though? Shit, niggas got vaults of songs, like. <laughs> but they only pay once it, once it's coming out. Yeah, it just depends on how you work that deal out, you know. It just like I said, it always falls back to communication. I would leak that bitch. I ain't gonna lie to you. You funny as hell. I would leak. Ah, uh, I would 
I ain't get it. I don't have a record. I wouldn't leak it, but even just for me, no, I w- no, I wouldn't. Just to have it on my phone, I would love to just listen to it all day. I me, yeah. I don't, I'm not a I nigga. I had it on my phone and said the academics will leak it. Funny as hell. What about what about like a producer album? Producer albums are fire. I did like, one. Like we see, um, well, I, did, I, I mean, did one. I did one probably like what two years ago. It's called Slimmy and Friends too. I put Baby Smooth on there, Lil Yachty, Beep Collins and Gunna. Um, I put Key Glock. Um, who else was on that tape? Uh, How does the business for that work? Ba- uh, Pee Wee Longway and Maxo Cream, um, and Valet and and Designer. How does the business for that shit work? Shit, I mean, them all my homies, so they wasn't pressing me about no clearance, no none of that shit. Is there a fee for them or no? No, yeah, no, not for me. Swap type shit, right? Yeah, man. Right, you know, niggas I, always I know I'm gonna show love at the end of the day. It's always a mutual relationship, and it's about that communication at the end of the day. I'm like, shit, here, bro, what's up? Y'all, they know what's up with me. They they know I'm not gonna tax for no beats. Do you, do do you like? I think Metro elevated to another level. Of course, you know him working. No, nah, for sure, salute. He from St. Louis too. Really? You ain't know that. Oh, I ain't know that shit. Yeah. Think Born and raised. From Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, he from St. Louis. Oh, if you go shit. peep, like, he be repping the city for sure. He be got... Yo, I really don't him. know nothing about Atlanta. I be thinking everybody from Simpson Road, man. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Oh, my God. Simpson Road Simpson a buckhead. Road, I don't know man. where the fuck these you places silly, are. You silly, bro. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, anybody who work with Thumb, like, oh, that nigga must be from Cleveland, Avenue, okay? <laughs> nigga, I don't know what's going on, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nah, I don't be in Atlanta like that. Nah. I gotta go check out Atlanta a little bit more. I haven't been there nah, in years. No, nah, it's cool once you just go there and get the food, go smack that ass, throw, you know what I'm saying? Throw some money in that motherfucker. I used to. like So, like, my upbringing was being around like Guccio and and uh Yayo gang and like nigga them niggas took me to, to the strip club when I was 16. I'm in the oh, strip club shit. throwing racks. Nigga, I swear to God, I'm smacking ass, doing all type of shit, eating chicken wings. Holy. All type of shit. Yeah. You I'm living a life then. Yeah, for sure. I was shit, I was around them niggas, for sure. Oh shit. They're still my folks. I just shit, just being my upbringing was chicken wings and going to East East St. Louis, nigga and going to pay, uh, bottoms up and uh fucking um Oh my God, bro! It's it's, it's on, on the east side, bro. That's that's just all it is: chicken wings and strip clubs, nigga. The, the culture's in Atlanta. Facts. The culture's but, in Atlanta. But that was in St. Louis. So really? I was sixteen going to strip clubs, doing the same shit. There's a huge strip club that niggas was doing. It was that shit. I mean, I ain't been back home in probably like three years. So you gotta go back home, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't got no family there, so. My mama live out here. Oh, you're like an ATL transplant. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah, no, nah, my mama live out here. My motherfucking, my dad live in Kansas City. And then yeah, my sister live in Kansas City. But I'm, I'm like, shit, I ain't really got no, there's nothing for me back home. I don't own no property out there or none of that. So, What's the no proudest t- song you've ever been a part of? Shit. It ain't came in out hindsight. yet. In hindsight, it's something that came out. Yeah, it's something that has. Something that has that came out. Uh, the Foster Failure shit. The, the ski mask shit. That's one of my favorite beats. How'd you look up with ski mask? Um, I used to go. I feel like ski mask is like an elusive motherfucker. He cool. He cool. No, like he, what I mean, elusive. Like he be in. He be on his like, own world. How do you link up with a nigga like that? Um, I used to go to Patchwork all the time, and his godmama used to work there, and she was like, "Yeah, I see you were work for my son before, um, ski mask." So that's kind of like I, I, we had met through like Perp and like Valet and like. XXX Tentacion, cause XXX used to play me and Valet's music. The um I got whatever record. There was a viral clip that um him, he was driving. I guess that I eight he had just got yeah. rolled the window down and he had did a, you know, had threw some shit up and then the song playing in the background was the Valet shit. Yeah, yeah. So there was a connection between me and Ski back then. Just nothing happened yet. 
So when I moved to Atlanta, I meet his godmama, but I didn't know that was his godmama at the time. And the homie um invited me to, I forgot what studio. Nigga invited me to a session. I ended up meeting him. And then so niggas was like, shit, what's up? Let's lock in. And probably our first two, three songs was, one was Talk My Shit. Oh, no, no. The first one was Foster Failure. The very yeah. first song we I think we did was Foster Failure. Straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. And Talk My Shit was the next one after that. Yo, are, are you, um, did you prefer to kind of like lock in in studio or you just prefer to send it? Shit, I, both. Don't really matter. Depend on if, if I know who I'm working with, don't matter. Did you, do you, like, if, if I don't know, say, say an artist, I don't know, say, say J. Cole wanted to work with you. Yeah. Do you kind of be we, like, I worked with him. What song? Sunset with him and Young Nudie, and then Off D's with J.I.D. and J. Cole. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah I gotta check the Get in my dick. Credits. Get in my dick. Put in my clip. Wait, but, 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 okay, so say those, are, because I. I'll I tell you experiences, though, of, of, of that one. So, Key Henderson was my manager from since the 80s. Um, at one point, and she put me in a room with Jid, and I had no clue who he was, and just just like her put me in a room with somebody. This is like me being in the industry now, and I'm getting shuffled into sessions and shit. Yeah. So you know, I got thrown in the room with him. Boom. Off these was like our first song. Like almost every artist that I worked with that was like a like a, a single or something that like kind of like blew up. Yeah. It was like our first song. Like first are time you meeting. are you are you creating it there or you're like you're just playing a couple of beats? I pulled up on him, played the beat, shit, he got the writing and went crazy. And then so I, I I stayed there for about like four four or five hours. It was at Paramount. If you're in a studio with someone like a JID, right? Or you trying to and that's what I was asking about like you know, Cole or whoever, if you know it's primarily their record, are you trying to get into their world? I don't even think like that. I don't even I I ain't know what to play, bro, because I just met him. Literally yeah. didn't just literally didn't know what to play. Just met him that same day. J. Cole, same story. Like, I just met him that day. The day it's a, it's a clip on the return of the um the Dreamers, um, the Dreamville three, um, the doc. It's a clip where I'm in there and Cole walking back and forth and he got a notebook open. So that was the that was the moment that me and him was working. He sat in that room for like eight hours writing the entire song. I watched Damn. it. I, I probably left. I le I stayed there for like six hours and left. I'm like, shit, I'm burnt. I'm going home, y'all. I'll see y'all later. So I didn't even hear the song until the next day. Really? Yeah. So I was just, I, I got invited to the camp. I'm sitting there playing shit, making shit, me and a couple of the homies. And J. Cole, J. Cole just randomly walks in the room. I'm, I ain't, I'm not planning for nothing, none of that shit. I'm not asking where Cole at or none of that. I'm just genuinely in the room. How many of you sitting? Playing beats. And a particular beat was playing. He walked in the room and heard it and was like, hey, I want this. And immediately sat his ass down and started writing the verse or hook or whatever he was working on. And he ain't leave until eight hours. All right, let's get to the team, man. Which one of these niggas used to go first, bro? Like, 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 I, I like, like they like the know. beat. They like the beat and be like, yo, yo, I like this beat, man. And he just whistle. His man's coming to start writing the shit. I've never seen that. Stop it. I've, you cap it. I'm lying. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I've never seen nobody just call a, a ghostwriter in the room. Now, I have I, worked with writers. But I've never seen nobody just... Nah, nah, nah. Like, you, you see, like, you're working with somebody. Maybe they ain't call in the writer, but the yeah. writer's, like, you re you realize the nigga who really writing it yeah. is, like, his man's. Like, you realize yeah. he's just smoking the whole time. Nah. His man's is really getting in there. And <laughs> it's time can. to voice. Time to voice. He grab his man phone and be like, I bet. <laughs> what's up? Like, what's cracking? Oh I, I seen, listen, I seen You probably like have. You've been around longer than nah, me. Well, I, I mean, I haven't been I, that many studios. Well, I'll tell you one thing I've I know realized. you have. 
Well, I know you have. I think that's aggressive. I'll tell you what I've seen, right? And and this is when I realized you got to understand the music making process. And what I used to just say is, oh, you niggas ghostwriting or whatever. Yeah. I realized sometimes music is mad collaborative. It's kind of like what Drake said, but like, sure. and I'll give you the example. A beat is playing. A lot of niggas don't write. So niggas is kind of like just freestyling. Sometimes a nigga and his homies, they going back and forth. For sure. And it might be like, yo, oh, that shit you just said right there, like, might be two lines. Yo, that's hard. Yeah. I'm adding it to my shit. Yeah. Now, did that nigga use a ghostwriter or that nigga just like vibing, creating a song? You, I, see, that's a. You asking me about Cole? The, no, no, no. Or are you just saying that? No, no, in, just in general. general. Oh, just yeah. Just in general. No, no, I don't yeah. think, no, I don't, no, I don't no, think Cole got no, no, no fucking no, writers. Fuck no. Nah, yeah. hell no. Nah. Yeah. But, but I'm just talking about in general, like, in general. because you. you yeah, probably, no, you, me, that's like me and you freestyling, we bouncing ideas back and forth. We, we becoming a team at that point. That's another thing I realized by being in the live studio session. Even certain, yo, there's certain producers who, like, of course, they want to rap, but they be having a line or two. They be For like, sure. yo, nah, you should flip this. Because the, the, they might even record nigga, you, or even in jail. Nigga, P. Diddy. Nigga, Timbaland. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's a fact. Take it back. Let's go back. Manny Fresh. Made the beats and making the hook and putting niggas on the song. Yeah, he was, that nigga was Do the math. Man. Them the boys I grew up on, too. I definitely grew up on them boys. But, like, my that's why I, I blew up it was growing them. But... That's the era that I had to go learn, and yeah. I had to do my history on, cause I ain't want to be no ignorant nigga coming in in this shit, not knowing who's who and who actually did what. I need to know the real facts. Yeah, yeah. So I went back and learned that shit about, bro, Dr. Dre. Yeah. He made the beats and he's on the song. Think about it. But I'm I don't, sure. I don't personally feel like that's my calling. I don't, I would personally never be one of those guys. Yeah. But I think it's dope, and there's nothing wrong with it because it's. It's music at the end of the day. If I had a kid in six years from now, seven years from now, making my kid want to make a song, I run it. Nigga, my auntie want to learn how to make a song. My uncle, my brother, anybody, somebody want to do it, run it. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, um, they told me right before we got in here. Yeah. You, you got a billion streams. On I just hit a bill. So I basically was checking my fucking stats for like. Do you, so okay. you could see on like just as producer like yo for every song you've had credit for how much streams are at and shit. Yeah, so I use Apple Music for artists to uh -huh. kind of check my album music, and then I use this app called um, Songstats. Yeah, and shit, I, I just discovered it probably over like four months ago, five months, some shit like that. And probably so my birthday is May twenty first, and I started looking at my Spotify numbers like, damn, I'm think I'm finna hit a billion streams. I done already hit a billion streams in total. Yeah, yeah. But on Spotify alone, I'm looking like, damn, I'm about to hit a bill. So I'm telling I all think that's my a homies, plaque. I'm they probably got a plaque right here for you, bro. Maybe I don't know. Nah, I, real, I, told, I, just, I told my manager fucking ask about it, but whatever, you know, they, you know, we'll get an answer whenever. I told the call Cherry, but, so, but they um no, I was I was telling my homies like, hey, I think I'm hit up. Billion streams on Spotify on my birthday. Like, what is that? On my of, birthday. What does that kind of even mean, though? Like, in a sense of, you know, we're in a streaming era now, but, yeah. like, I've always said, like... I look at it as a milestone. No, it is. Yeah. Shit, like, on, on YouTube, right? Just yeah. on, like, me doing news videos and shit. For sure. Yo, I have a billion point three views. Oh, and, like, for me... You know what it represented? That's why, that's why you buying Cullies and shit. <laughs> Listen, man, I know what you're talking about. But um, um, that's when it represented to me. I'm like, damn. Yeah. It's like it's like that McDonald's like their little logo, like yo, uh, over a billion sold yeah. or whatever. It's like it, it's a milestone of how sure. many people have fucked with what you've created. Yeah. No, Did you ever see that though? Me having a billion streams or seeing what? This? Did you foresee this level of success? Fuck where no. 
I mean, I I I did, but I didn't know it was gonna yeah. you know be to that you know magnitude. You know, yeah. I there I can't project what's gonna happen. I don't know what's about to you. You understand what I'm saying? But it's just fire. I love it. I love it. I ain't gonna lie to you. What's the next steps like for you? Like like where where are you at in um in um either your collaboration I feel like every every producer has to get through the you, you drop an album but then I think yeah when, when I look at producers even though I don't know how people view Khaled you know but like you know Khaled Khaled's a producer too in a certain sense right for sure like no, I don't know he, if he's cooking up all the beats but he's definitely like arranging and shit he's there at almost every moment of that song being created for mm. sure so so when, when you sure. kind of think about it and look at that it's like I feel like he's he kicked the door off what the producer brand is by when he's dropping records, it just feels like, yeah, it's a compilation, but like he's put a brand to it. Yeah. Is that like one of the things you're trying to get to? Yeah. And I think it also it starts even as elementary as a drop. So like yeah. you know people have a they have a name recognition, but like, oh shit, you know what I mean? I I, I think um, Take Heath has done that too. For sure. I I think um, sure. um Justin was it Take Justin Heath used to come it? to my crib all the time, man. He, we talk about the same shit. Really, you cool with the other producers like that? Yeah, yeah. We all, bro. You see producers in like we all like one big family. When yeah, like when it's like when it's like we all fuck with each other at the end of the day. Mm. We all fuck with each other, like to a certain extent. Like I may not be one of the niggas that's hanging with you every day, but respect. You feel what I'm saying? But like Take Keith, yeah, I fuck with Take Keith. I I I did a song with uh Black Boy JB and Moneybag that came out, and that was like um. Like working with Blockboy JB was my introduction to Take Keith because Take Keith heard the shit and was like, oh, this shit fire. Yeah. Hit me up. And then shit, we both was in Atlanta at the time. And that's like right when he had got like the sicko mode shit. Oh, so shit. He, so he was going up, but he's still humble. And bro, still humble to this day. Really? Yeah. I gotta get an ego. Fuck that. Uh, yeah. gotta, probably gotta develop an ego. Well, uh, what's your current Mount Rushmore of like, um, I'm gonna say last what? five years, five, ten years? What's my current Mount like, yeah, like records? Like, um, no, no. What right. other producers? Like what? Oh. The, what other producers? And even if you want to link with, um, j- just what's your your view of the game in terms of pro- producers? Because you know when shit. fans look at shit, you know sometimes we might see it differently than someone who's actually in the game, who's actually around these niggas. Yeah. Like who have you kind of been in the studio with? You like yo, damn, this nigga's fucking nice, or yeah. damn, this nigga did that type of shit. You know what I mean? Um, I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of like I feel like it was. More like a mutual respect thing, like shit. It's the same shit. Like, damn, this nigga fire. And then niggas see me do the same shit. Like, damn, this nigga fire. Yeah. Cause I'm a baby though. Like, so I'm I'm seeing they reactions to shit they ain't never tried before. So like me being around Sizzle, me and Sizzle cooked up, and I learned so much from Sizzle. And I'm pretty sure Southside he didn't learn, you know, some shit from me as well. Like, cause I didn't. Southside hard too. Hard as fuck, bro. Raw. Like all them boys. Like Sunny, Sunny Digital. Like. I done sat there. I, I haven't made the most beats with Sonny, but I know Sonny raw as fuck. I watch these. I watch Chop Squad DJ since me and Chop Squad DJ known that each other. Nice We've known each other since we was damn near kids, cause he's from St. Louis. No way. Yeah. Ain't he from Chicago? He's not from Chicago. He started off. Chop as Squad young, DJ worked with Vaughn a lot. He, right? That was his artist. He built Vaughn. He ba- he basically built him, cause when Vaughn was on house arrest and staying in Atlanta, um. DJ used to call me and be like, yo, pull up to the crib, da 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 and I'd be out of town. I'd be like, bro, I ain't, I ain't even around. But he started, bro, from scratch, damn near. You know? And and and, and Chop Squad, Chop Squad is the, one of the coldest niggas on the keys, bro. You can't outdo that, man. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. I think, I think he did, didn't he do uh, What Happened to Virgil? Yeah. Damn. Can't, can't outdo him, bro. That man talented. 
You really played that shit? Yes. That ain't no loop. That man played that. Yeah, I, I, that man ain't, come on, bro. It's like a young Zaytoven or something. He's not playing. Him and Zaytoven got hella shit. Like, but I've known DJ since we was probably like, like since damn near the beginning of my career. Wasn't he signed under like um, Young Chop? Young Chop? Yeah, he was signed. So he started as Young Chop and then, you know, like kind of like he went through the ghost producing phase and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. What's that phase? Have you been, been in that phase? I have never been in that phase because I was almost damn near like blessed to see both sides of it, like the good and the bad of it. Like me watching DJ going under Young Chop as a ghost producer, he ain't really get his name out as much. But that nigga got them placements and got that bag and went the fuck up. Mm. I watched him struggle for a little bit though. So, so, so how then, would that, how would that work theoretically? Are they busting down like if it's a ghost producer? I don't, type I don't, shit? I don't know the terms of they mm. shit. I don't. Well, it's, it's, not necessarily them. Like how, how, how would you like just from being in the business on that side? How would you think it would be working? Would it be still a 50-50 or it'd be like a probably, nigga, probably, it's my name? I don't know. It's like 80, 20, like fifty-fifty or something. I would assume because when most niggas sign as ghost producers, you know, it really be like. Like from like from the other shit that I've seen, niggas just get fucked. You know who used to do that? But I think um, them boys had a partnership. So well, I don't know if it was completely. I've, I personally never did it. Mm. I don't think. I don't know if it was completely ghost production, but uh, when you look at um, uh, uh, Scott Storch and Dr. Dre. Yeah. Scott Storch used to play all the keys for like some of the. I think even still Dre. That's Scott Storch. Yeah. Right. Um, I think also for Timberland, notoriously there was a nigga. I don't know where he's at these days, but Danger Hands. There's a nigga named Danger Hands who did. Like when, like towards the later parts when, when uh, what song he did? What's like? What's his most? Um, well, no. I could pull it up, but but I remember he used to. Oh, hold, on, hold on, here we go. Danger hands, nigga. I ain't never heard danger that hands, bro. I'm telling you, nigga. I ain't never heard that, that. nigga. He sounds sound deadly, bro. I'm telling you, he, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I think he created most of the like. I I want to discredit uh, uh what's well, his name? It. But let me tell you what he did. It was some hard shit. Remember the song Give It to Me? He did Sexy Back, Promiscuous. Damn. Yeah. Oh, by uh He'd be like, let me put you on game by, yeah. by, by the game. It, it says produced by Timbaland, but that nigga did the work type shit. That's Word. what I heard. You know what I mean? Word. And, and and um the way I are of Timbaland's album, like that nigga was going crazy. Yeah. So it, I remember watching it and then I'm like, oh, so this guy's the guy. Yeah. I always wonder what how that bro- broke down because Timbaland is obviously the name. And I think for a producer these days, it's kind of hard to kind of like establish a brand. That's why I think, you know, I was talking to Boy Wonder, mm. and I was like, "Yo, dog, that's the homie." Yeah. Oh, word, yeah, that's, it's the homie. Yo, I love him, bro. Yeah, and um, it's the homie. Good people. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I'm telling that nigga, I'm like, "Yo, nigga, you know why every time like me, you have these private conversations about why niggas leave you off out of like these like oh the Mount Rushmore for like." Producers oh, for the, the last the 10 top years. 50 yeah, shits, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yo, it's because they don't be hearing like a fucking drop, so they don't even really know what you did. Yeah, they don't know what you they did. They don't know what you right. did. Like, Certain you know what I mean? Like, a lot of other niggas, they easily know. You know what I mean? I think some people need that reality check to kind of like, you know, build that brand, you know? And, but but I, I still think he's egoless, though, in terms of like. No, nah, bro, super humble. Like, yeah, yeah, he, he not gonna, gonna be like, yo, boy, turn. Fuck all that. What about me? You know what I mean? Like, like you mentioned in private, bro, but like when not... your bank accounts turn, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's probably true. My boy P Nasty, he did a ton of shit for Mike, Mike Will. Yeah, yeah. right. And shit, that boy, he don't give a fuck. I'll show you his Instagram right now, nigga. Not one picture. Don't care about nothing. House Damn. paid off, crib cool. You know what I'm saying? Kids great, bills paid. He. Barbecuing every day, living his life. I, w- I went through a mentorship under him in his basement. I'm just looking at him like, 
damn, why you ain't got no Instagram and you ain't got no brand or none of this shit you don't give a fuck about? And I'm just watching this nigga drink Tangeray every day. <laughs> you, you, you give a fuck about that type of shit, though? Me? Like, uh, I did at first. I ain't gonna lie to you. I did at first, but now I'm just like, shit, I, I just... How'd you come up with the drop? It was Valet. I, Valet said it in the song, and it was a song called VTL. Yeah, yeah. And I took it out of that. I'm like, it was like the intro type shit. Yeah, right? I'm like, I'm like, this nigga said, chase the money, chase the money. Yeah. Crop that shit out. I'm like, man, fuck that. It's a tag now. Cause I used to have like a little FL tag, and it was like a little whisper, like, yeah. chase the money. Yeah, that was gonna hit it. That was gonna hit. Bogus. Yeah, Ooh, bogus. I, so that that's what gave me my identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what gave me my identity but to that, the fullest but, extent. But now you got a brand. I love it. And, and now I think I got a brand. I got clothing. I, I'm, I'm aiming to do tours and. You know, just put together tours for you know with other artists and shit like that. I'm working on videos. Because people don't really ad- identify producers with tours. I want to shit. I want to get all my favorite artists and get everybody else's favorite artists and put them on a tour and 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 shit go crazy. Would you ever? I see. I remember when Khaled went on tour one time. Yeah. And this was like after he dropped an album and, and like bro, like he just literally went up there. He did a little DJ set, but he also just played the records. You saw that video of him playing yeah. <laughs> DJ. Yeah. No, he could DJ though. I'm gonna be he was bullshitting in that video. Nah, he can't. Nah, he could DJ for real. Yeah, no. Nah, like I'm gonna, Khaled probably. Nah, he can't DJ better. Than me, but, nah, <laughs> he, he's close. He's close. But but on some real, yo, he performed yeah. and it was just like yo, he just like he just yeah. played the songs. That were his hits, yeah. and like that's what you do. It was like almost like a club type of shit because he that's just has all the fucking hits. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what when you go in the club, you play everybody else's songs. You still still your show, still your show. Yo, if if, if you think could, about it, you, you know, know that it's still your show. If you could do a versus, who would you pick? Name somebody. Like verse producer. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like I can even say I w- would even accept the verses right now. I don't feel like I'm to that level yet. And I wouldn't even cap like I got a big head like I'm going to do that. I, I, I'm gonna throw, I, don't, I don't even. I'm going to throw a few people in there. Who? And, and, and or you don't even got to tell me. Just at least tell me what you think about them. Pierre. Pierre Hart. That's Pierre, the homie, too. It's Pierre's like goaded, right? Yeah. Me and Pierre was the scene I died, but I like Pierre. Yeah, no, he hurt. Oh, he cool. Yeah, but, I feel like Pierre I feel, would be a hard one for like the new for the new uh, generation. No, nah, I feel like for me and him, I feel like Pierre because Pierre got he's got a whole another different wave of shit that didn't came out before mine. Oh, and he got like a bunch of music he, he's doing. Himself yeah, too. no, he doing himself. So that's why I said I, I don't even feel like I'm to that level. Like, yeah, I sent beats to Drake. I got songs with Juice World. I got shit with Future. I got shit with Thug. I got shit with everybody, but none of them have came out. Like, I got shit with a lot of niggas. Jack Harlow. Like, I got I'm a leak that. You funny as hell. I like that shit. Oh my god. You tell that nigga if you don't put it on the next album, that shit is out in the streets. No, IDK. So basically, IDK had ended up buying the beat. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize if Jack, you know, I, I we not knowing what Jack was gonna do with the song, so we just, you know, sold the beat to IDK because he just so happened to have it. Yeah, beat, come on, give me know, the money, so, man. What the fuck? So like yeah. this nigga over here just sitting on the shit. I ain't really know what was going on. You know, yeah, that just, nigga waiting for a Drake verse while he like Jack yo, what's still up with my, my song? Jack's still my boy, so it ain't no hard, you know, hard feelings. But yeah, you know, tell whatever. me, tell we got tap back in, man. You got to tap yeah. back in for the new version so, of it, man. Yeah, but I, I got hella un- unreleased shit, so I, I, I ain't worthy right now. No verses. I'm not gonna sit up there and be cocky. Like I got enough. Yo, if if um I don't know, say. Say right now, Thug get out of jail and Thug like, yo, listen, yo Chase, send me a like, send me forty songs. You got forty beats right now, like on deck. For ready? sure, I got four hundred. Four hundred. I got more than that. That's just one one category. Really, you got four hundred beats that more than that. Use. And from yeah, hell yeah, I got beats from twenty sixteen that sound brand new to this day. If you go listen to, I swear to God, I've been using the same exact bass, this little eight oh eight bass 
for almost since 2016, and it's been floating around Yeet songs and shit like that. Like a lot of producers have been using that. It came from the. Uh, but they took your shit. Yeah, like the this the sound, not the pattern it. or none of that. No, I can't sue them because it's, it's it's a sound. You ask a credit, nigga. I can't. Let me get you with Yeet. It's a producer. No, hell no. Nah. It's not with Yeet. You don't fuck with Yeet. No, I love Yeet. I love Yeet. I love his producers. They all fire. Everything Who produced Yeet? Huh? I only know one Yeet song. Yo, Yo Yeet. Shit, I gotta get Yeet on the podcast. Yeah, Yo, Yeet. We talk about you way too much. First of all, I don't know his music like that. Like, like Yeet hard. He the he he the kid. He's a kid's choice. No, he is. But I haven't like gone out and and just heard it. He's a people's choice right now. I said I like his music. I at first I. When do you I, hear it at though? Where do I hear it? At? In the streets. Shit everywhere. Everybody playing that shit. Stop capping. Nigga, you go pull up on. Yeah, niggas in my generation. I'm 26. Nobody Nig- 26 playing. Niggas is 26 playing that shit right now. All right, if I call my homie right now, what's your favorite artist right now? You gonna say, wait, wait, is your, is your homie like kind of close to the music industry? No. Well, I can call. I can call my little cousin. He 19. Right. 19. He 19. And he gonna be like, yo, he bumping the yeet. Yeet, f- favorite artist. Damn, maybe I wanna touch him. Can can yeet can can SSG Kobe. Uh, I'm not trying to sign SSG Kobe. Hurt. He hard. I tried. He, Nigga, he was like he was like 16. I don't know how old he is now. And yeah. I remember his mom was like, "Hey, can we have this meeting like after he's done with his classes this month?" I'm like, "What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Like this is the music business. Fuck this school." Yeah. But I couldn't say that. But yeah. anyway, and then I look up he's signed to somebody else. Yeah. Um, my personal, I ain't gonna lie. I got like, I like Yeet music. I like you know Kobe. I like I like all the hyper pop shit. I like it. it. I feel like it's oversaturated. Yeah. But you know you got some of them boys that stand out with them sounds. You know. Who's your favorite artist? Um, shit, I got a couple. Hey, I got, I ain't gonna lie, Pluto, been my favorite. Guap. You, you like Future's new album? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, right. Yeah, it's Damn. cool. Yeah. We I, I finally I, started taking this time. We really worked through some shit. Yeah, but bro, you know, he got hella songs. Bro, got, bro, mate, bro's like a machine. I've watched the man record with my own eyes. He's like a machine. You, is he still doing that many songs? Bro, he'll do one song, a song in one take. I've watched him do it. Thug. Really? One song in one take. Them boys is but dude, trained. Song be good though. You'd be yeah. Like, this nigga, how the fuck we get here? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say it felt. I felt like it was structured fully. Like he probably, you know, ran through the shit and then, you know, I didn't watch him go back and re-edit the song though. I just heard him play it all over again after mm. the one take. Like Pluto, Thug, like seeing them boys was like record Southside. Southside. I watched this nigga record a song in fucking ten minutes, twenty minutes. Have you ever kind of like been in a studio? Have you ever been in the studio and with like an artist like that and be vocal enough to be like, "Yo, bro, that's garbage, bro. That's trash. You gotta take this out." Well, nah, I ain't. Or do you like be like, "Yo, listen, man. If it's my homie, yeah, but like I ain't like most of the time that's been my homies. Like I tell. Like imagine being in the studio. I'm not like, finna tell no nigga that's like. Imagine you're in the studio with Future. I'm not and, finna and, tell. And, and like you be like, "Yo, yo, Future, come on, nigga, throw that shit out, man. Record some shit like that. That last hit you had, nigga. Man, fool you tell gonna, him that. Man, fool gonna look at me crazy. As hell. <laughs> I wouldn't even bother. Yeah, I, you kind of got like believe in the madness. Yeah, no, nah, for they sure. They got a method it's, to the madness. It's right? music. At the end of the day, you know he. I can't tell this man how to be creative on his own shit. Mm. At the end of the day, I can't. Even if I think it's trash, I can't tell another nigga how. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, what song have- If I don't got that relationship with them, like, I don't, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't have those relationships with those, like, like with that people. Like, I be around, but, like, I don't really have those relationships where I'm going to be like, yo, that ain't it. What songs have you been around while it was recorded by an artist mm-hmm. and they ended up not using it and you're, you're just wondering why because to you it's a fucking smash? Oh, don't tell me it's a Jacqueline because we only get to the end of this. Nah. 
Um, the Jack's album? That shit was weak. No, no, I don't think I heard it. Yeah, I, I heard I like him. He's a hit maker. I heard a couple, but I don't think I heard the whole album. I ain't, you know, he's a hit maker. There's a lot of music that came out, so I'm still kind of like going through my phone and take because I, you know, we live in everyday life, so I like to like marinate with my music and just shit that I download. Because what I do is I go on my phone and I see, oh, okay, this is what came out. This is what came out. I'm gonna download all this shit and then I'm gonna go through it over time. And just cause I don't be the first nigga to listen to somebody album and be like, oh, that's trash. I feel you. I like to take time with music at the end of the day. It's because it's music. It's like, there's no time limit on music. You can play this song a million fucking times. What about Gunna? Did you listen to his album? Uh, yeah, his last one. Gunna shit was hard. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Dirk. You got to pull up on Dirk like, nigga, I remember you without a brain. Don't nah, get funny on nah, this. Uh, no, nah, he, he ain't never went funny. No, nah, never. I, I got songs with Dirk. He cool. You got to get some new shit, man. That nigga nah. hot as fire right now. Nah. Like fish grease. He cool. I, um, you know Beam? You ever heard of Beam? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I got a crazy uh, record with Beam coming out called Understand. It's fire. Is Beam like popping in? Um, I feel like he's going to pop internationally. He's from like Miami. Yeah, he, but his family, he Jamaican. His dad yeah, was Papa yeah, Son. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so you know them like, like Beam, like, it was a situation where I had I was kind of fucked up at one time and Beam took me in and was, helped me out till I was straight and that's how me and his relationship started. We just started building on records and records oh, and records. Shit. But fool, he been having a crazy voice, crazy accent, crazy dialect on on the way he writes songs. Like the fool is crazy. Damn. Like, but and, but if you didn't know, he had a Grammy since he was like fourteen. I forgot the name of the song. I think wow. it was like it was like a Christian um, uh, gospel song that had uh, had got a Grammy and shit, and he had produced on it. So and that, that was like 14. bro, yeah. I met bro for probably when I was like twenty one. Jesus Christ. Nah, you good, you good. Damn. Yeah, nah, but Beam, that's Beam is like one of my favorite people to work with. Like, not as an artist or a writer. Just as a person, bro. That nigga's vocal range is ridiculous. Alright, we're gonna do a quick game of this or that. I wanna see where your mind's at. What's up? You just gotta tell me what's your favorite. You don't gotta give an explanation. Unless you want to. Yeah. Drake or Kendrick? Drake. Um, let me see. Metro or who's on Metro's label? Metro Mike Wolf. That's a good one. That's a great one. Mm, Tro. Cause, just Tro. I ain't even gonna give you no explanation. Tro. I'll say Tro. Mm, okay, okay. Um, Thug of Future. Mm, that's a good one. I ain't gonna lie. Slime. Purple Valet. Valet, for sure. Damn. Yeah. It's loyalty right there. I like that. No, Valet. What's the song you did with um, uh, um, um, uh, Ski Mask? Uh, Foster Failure. Foster Failure or uh, uh, the one you did that? Uh, what am I forgetting? The one you did with uh, Perp? Oh, nigga, Foster Failure. Really? It's bigger, but like. You, no, you, it's a better song. Really, it's better. It's a personally. I, nigga, if I didn't even. If I didn't make neither one of them beats and I just heard them, I would still pick Foster Failure over that. Because just the song itself is uh, it's original. But I ain't going to give you no more explanation. I, I, I'll okay. tell you that, though. All right. Um, if you could produce for either one of these people, it's a definite placement, but you can only pick one. Okay. A placement on the next Rihanna album or the next Beyonce album? Oh! Life changer both ways. Fuck! You hit me with the one. Oh, my God. Only one placement. Ah. Uh. Oh. Come on now. Rihanna. Yeah, I feel like why are people yo, people really want some Rihanna music, man. Well, Rihanna. I have a record I want to give her. Really? That Beam wrote. 
and this whole kind of I want to I want I want to like put so I want to put this song out. Everybody's been asking me for this record, and I'm like, no. The only person I would give it to is Rihanna, or I'm putting it out myself. I play it for you, and you'd be like, all right, bet. Really? Nah, hold on. When this shit? Like, when'd you create this? And then why did you have Rihanna mind? Because, bro, I already write for her, and this is perfect because of the accent, the whole shit. Like, it's perfect. Oh, okay. Riri all Just day. Just beam? Yeah. Riri all day. Yo, he sounded a little bit like Party Next Door when Party was writing for Rihanna. I ain't gonna lie to you. Some people told me to give this to Party. This about to drop. If Riri don't hit me in shit next week, two weeks, I'm... That's fire. Yeah. Now I fuck with it. So I gotta get more tapped in the beam, though. Yeah, no, beam's fire. fire. And he y'all like the same like heritage. So yeah. it's like he definitely gonna tap in with him. Bro, fire, bro. He's talented and I big ups to him because he worked super fucking hard. And I watched that man go crazy for hours on end. So it, Man. I, I feel like he's like he's the industry savior. When you want a hit and you don't got no hit and you really need one and you got that butt, you gotta go to beam. Mm. Go to Beam. Beam is the one. Wow. Because his pocket, his vocal range. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I feel like he's an industry savior. And, you know, kind of people overlook that. Him and Jazzy. All right. Um, let's get a little R&B. Let, let's say you're going to make a record. Mm. And you can only get the placement by one of these guys. Um, let me try to keep it contemporary a little bit. Chris Brown of the weekend. Is that really considered R&B? R&B slash pop. Yeah, because that's why I'm like, I don't... You yeah, know. say you got a record, it could go either way. Or you got two records. You got R&B. You got to say pop. early weekend. Or... Uh, early weekend. Okay, cool. Early weekend, yeah. Early weekend, for sure. Man. Yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. Early um, Drake. This is his placements. Either Drake or... What's it now? Drake now or Baby now. Lil Baby? Yeah. Mm. I'll go Drake no, no, right no. now. I ain't gonna I, lie. I'm gonna throw Dirk in there too. Dirk, Drake, or Baby. Mm-hmm. Mm, I still go Drake. Okay. Placement wise, Drake. Dirk or Young Boy? One placement. Dirk. Mm. Uh, female rapper wise. Mm. You gotta beat some men's pillar chick to this body it. For sure. Cardi and Nikki. Who you wanna hop in on that bitch? Mm. Remember, you're just thinking about you, you want to shit to go placement. crazy. Placement. Yeah, you wanna go crazy. Mm. Right? Can I pick both? Nah, <laughs> they ain't gonna be on the same record. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they don't like each other, nigga. Oh, I ain't know. That. I ain't know that. You cat. Oh my god. They are I didn't, mortal I didn't, enemies. I didn't know that. <laughs> nigga, they were throwing shoes at each other. Remember, like Chris Brown and Drake was beefing. They were throwing balls in the club. Oh. They were show, throwing heels at, at each other. That sounds painful. Yeah, nah, that shit was painful. Um, it was not on Cardi's head. Damn. Y'all remember that? Nah. Nah, you played the industry right now. You like, I, I promise you, I don't. You know all the beefs that go on. I, I guarantee you deal with it. You know what? They probably look at you and be like, yo, bro, yo, I'll take this beef from you as long as you don't give the fuck yeah, nigga over there that beef. You know what I nah, mean? Nah, I ain't had that. Uh, I ain't had you that ain't approach. had that? Nah, I ain't had that approach yet. Because niggas, on, niggas don't. don't got to get approached by, by it, but like, play this. 
you know, you know, like say say Dirk say he about to lock in with you for like yeah. six songs on an EP. For sure. You know, damn well you better not go do no fucking song with no young boy. I mean, anytime. Morally, so. yeah, I'm not finna do that because you playing both sides and just yeah. Eating so music. you know, you know how yeah. the music shit is. No, for sure. Mad niggas no, don't kind sure. of. But I ain't know about the Nicki and so I, Nicki and Cardi. Yeah, I say Nicki though for sure. Nicki, yeah. I'll go Nicki for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Nicki's been a formidable like you no, know. Nicki, Nicki is like Drake. To, like she's a female Drake. If you think about it, like effect wise and impact. Run me with Nikki, for sure. All right, I don't think this comparison makes sense, but I'm gonna just throw it in there. Throw it in there. What's up? Um, Savage or 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 Nardawick. Maybe it makes sense because it's taking a while. Well, I mean, I Savage got, gonna see this and be like, "Yo, act, I know you ain't just like." Nah. It was about to salute to Nardo, but I, you nah. know, Savage is an OG. Nah. No, point. Savage for sure. Cause I was like, no Savage. I ain't even gonna give you no explanation. I'll play you the shit after this shit, but Savage for sure. Let me see who else. Who Sha- Savage for sure. Okay, okay. Let's get on some. Nardo music. hard though. Don't get me wrong. He hard. Let's get some young, young legends. Kodak or Uzi? Uzi. Mm. I would figure like some of your beats is just ready for some hood niggas though. No, for sure. Like, yeah, but you shit. haven't kind of really heard my catalog. So. Mm. But All right, Uzi I, Cardi. Uzi. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. This one. I hate even asking it because the right answer is both. Damn, huh? Run but it. you have a beat, and both estates is coming at you. Is the estate of Juice World and the estate of XXX and Tassion? And they're like, oh, we, we need this. Mm. Um, you got to make a choice. A juice, for sure. Juice. Yeah. yeah there's no losing that. Juice. Two fucking legends. Juice. Yeah, for sure. No, both of them. Amazing artists. But Damn. Juice. The, I, I, I won't give you no explanation, but Juice, for sure. Favorite artist you ever worked with? Uh, that I've ever worked with? Shit. Like, I, I'd probably say Juice. Fire. Probably Juice. Juice is probably like, all t- out of all time, Juice. Because I, I watched that nigga rap for 20 minutes straight in my face. Was it just like glaringly the talent of that motherfucker? He was just like the energy just, fool had on him. He just had it on him. He had it. It was in him. Like the energy, like how he was as far as just the artist. This nigga just a rap for days, bro. Any beat you put on, bro, you change the beat. He gonna change the flow, bro. It's gonna be an entire song on the same. It's gonna be three songs on the same beat by the time you're done with him. Then when you play the next beat, it's gonna be three songs on that one, bro. Fool was crazy. Mm, that's interesting. Ooh, it's crazy. So, I mean, what's what's next for you, bro? Shit. These two songs I'm about to drop. I'm about to drop some shit. Excited about it? Hell yeah. I'll play them. I can't tell you on on, on the woo out, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely love to sit down and play them. Um, is it? I did I did a podcast recently with DDG, yeah. and he was talking about kind of like the ebbs and flow of the industry, where he's like, for him right now, he's he's kind of. You know, he's a success. Mm. It's like you're a success. For sure. But he feels right now he's in between hits. And and I think he's a little addicted to how shit looks and how people treat you yeah. when you have the biggest song on the fucking sure. radio. You get me? Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, where do you kind of see yourself? Me, like how like, I feel about it. I mean, bro, I'm smooth sailing right now, bro. I love my life, bro. I love everything I'm doing. I'm working on merchandise. 
I just built a studio in LA. Mm. You feel me? It took me like a year and a half to Why build. Why here in Atlanta? Um, just LA, just the opportunity was there for me and I took it. And you know, that's just transitioning from Atlanta to LA was the, I got the studio before I even got a place to live. Feel what I'm saying? So it 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 was a blessing for me that you know my manager spoke up for me. You know he he spoke up like Chase. I see you having your own team. This was two years ago. Like Chase, I see you having your own team, your own brand, your own studio, and just your own wave of shit that you're gonna be able to just enjoy and control at the end of the day. And here I am, two years later. Like I'm dealing with like little small ills every now and then. But bro, I love my life, bro. I take wins silently, bro. I don't even care to brag or boast about shit. Cause I, I just know what I could create at the end of the day, and I know what like I love this shit, bro. And I, that's my headspace is pretty good, bro. I've I don't really feel like I need to do more or do less. I don't. I'm straight. Like I'm perfect right where I'm at. You excited for what's to come? For sure, exactly, bro. I'm I'm happy about everything that's to come, and I that's why I don't even speak on shit. I just let shit come out. You feel me? I let the music come out. I let the merch come out. I let the music speak for itself. Yeah, bro. I don't, I'm not really like I'm not dying to be like seen or felt by somebody on like i'm not thirsty for clout i'm not thirsty for none of that shit like i don't really care about it yeah you feel me like i'm a real nigga i'll get on your ass yeah you feel me but like other than that i'm laid back bro i like to watch movies and shit go to universal studios fool and (laughs) go out to eat go shopping i love cars fool i love animals i love the beach i love to travel i like doing regular shit you feel me so i'm not i'm not i'm not thirsty to get into the Who's the best producer or who's got the biggest hit right now? I don't even care about that shit no more. Most expensive thing you ever bought? Mm. At one time? Yeah. Um, my, I can't. Uh, my Audi truck, it's like okay. 150000 Yeah. Spend 150 on it. My, well, my Yeah, I, and I bought two of them. My first one got totaled, so I bought another one again. Damn. So, yeah. And I'll tell you about that story. But, uh, yeah, That's most expensive. So I bought a $65,000 AP rose gold chocolate face. And then, uh, I don't got that on. I got the Piaget on. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, you, you heavy that Jordan. What's that? Piaget. How much I cost? Uh, this was 15000 plain. I bought it plain. And then I had my guy busted down. I'm, I'm Middle Eastern, so, you know, I get that, you know, Middle Eastern discount yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit on the feel me, but little Piaget. Where the Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern from? Pakistani. My mama oh, black, shit. but my dad Pakistani. You look half and half, though. Gee, half and half, so. Oh. Yeah. I fuck with that. Ooh, what's, what's the hell in that wrist? Little bracelets and shit. I probably spent about 300 grand on jewelry probably in four years, which my business manager ain't happy about, but. You don't like it, but it is what it is. You know, but these, right. like, I lost probably about, like, six braces over time, so I'm over them shits, like, I'm over that shit. Mm. Jury shit like that, like I'm I'm at the point where now like now I don't even care about jury. I don't really care about car. I love cars, but like I don't care to like pursue like ah oh, fuck. I need nine cars. I need da 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 da. Like I'm just cool with having one right now. Yeah, you feel me? Like it's like a nigga having nine bitches, and you know I'm cool with having one bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feel what I'm saying? Like I might I might have some dog ass ways, but I'm cool with having one bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? So I'm a, do, do, do producers get mad hoes? Because people be thinking hey, yeah. vloggers are getting mad chase. Hey, yeah. I mean, They're right. I mean, <laughs> They're I mean, right. I mean, we don't get shit. <laughs> man, you get bitches. I don't know. I know you got some hoes. I don't know what you're you talking got, about. I don't know you got some hoes. Because I, 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 I think we had a mutual one. Really? Point. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that right now. Like your shorty? Nah. Like Hell nah. But, nah. Like, Just some old, you, shit. some old shit. Nothing, nothing, okay, okay. nothing important. 
Wait a minute. But it's funny though. No, I think I think so. Funny. No, I want to hear the story. Not here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I no. Hear everything public. Whoever yeah. that is. Uh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything to announce? Yo, give us a date on some so when when the song's dropping or whatever the case is. Man, like, I ain't give gonna somebody lie. look. So- I got some shit on Fourth of July that I can't talk about, but you gonna love it when it drop. Uh huh. Everybody gonna love it when it drop. I don't care who mad. Yeah. Um. You gonna love it when it drop. Um, and, and the last question I love to ask every person who I have on off the record, uh, if someone didn't really know about your musical catalog, yeah. give three songs that they should probably look up that you did or somehow part of. Chase the Money by E-40, Quavo, Roddy Ridge, Schoolboy Q, and ASAP Ferg. Okay. Because um, that's like everybody loves 40. Mm-hmm. And when I meet people and they be like, oh, you remind me of that song. Chase the money. I'm like, yeah. bro, I made the beat. And the, song, <laughs> the song's named after me. Yeah, yeah. So that one, um, Foster Failure, and um, three. Shit, let me look at my phone. You don't have the purple at three? Nah. The purple, I mean, the purple, yeah. People, I mean, you can say that one. I no, just, no, you, you that's it. not that's not my go to. Yeah, yeah, like it's not because well, most people wouldn't really like only people in that generation of mm, yeah, yeah, they would know that. Like my mama wouldn't know that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My mama knows ski ski mad shit though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she wouldn't know perp shit. She know yeah. of perp, but she wouldn't know the song if she heard it. But she don't know the Foster Failure. That makes sense. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm I'm just thinking like all ranges. Um, so what would be the third and final song? Third one, more than ever by Lucky. Okay. That's them fine. them three. Okay, more that works. Ever. So, yo, if you guys are watching this right now, which you probably are on Spotify, make sure to go above. Just hit the search bar, man. Um, type name is the song. I'm pretty sure he has an artist profile, even though he's a producer, which pretty much produces an artist. I feel like everybody who works on music is an artist. I got one right here. Chase the Money on Apple Music. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? And, um, well, look it up on shit. Spotify. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know no, yeah, that, no, that too, then, um, my bad. My and, um, bad. I, I meant to spring my Spotify up. It just, <laughs> nah, it's all good. Just, uh, just, up. just look up those songs. Go check out his music. And, and, and July 4th, we gonna see what the fuck he talking about because he kind of being vague. So we'll figure it out. Uh, I'm being hella vague right now. I can't show this nigga on camera. I'm going to when he get off. All right, all right. Uh, yo, it's been another episode of Off the Record. Thank yes, y'all sir. for tuning in. Listen, it's been Ak Chase the Money. Hey, um, we're trying to get you. we're trying to get more producers in here to really hear the behind the story, the behind the scenes story of yeah. how some of your favorite records come about. Uh, equally to every song is a producer who's putting in work, um, just as much as an artist. And I'm glad to have Chase the Money on here. Man. You know what I mean? Thank you for coming on. Hey, yeah, no, I appreciate you for having me. So, right. had to be out of here. We out. All right, perfect. Let me save this.